Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. Today I've got an absolutely unbelievable first story from you that comes from r slash best of Redditor updates. Before we get into that, if you didn't know, I've been off for a couple of days. That's the thing with YouTube. If you get sick, there's not really too much you can do. You kind of just have to stop posting videos and hope that the viewers, you guys, the audience understand. I put up a little community post saying that I had a terrible virus and I was just in bed for a couple of days. Honestly, if you guys have been around for a while, you'll know that I had Corona a couple of times back in COVID. That was pretty bad, right? I mean, look at my face right here. This is an excerpt from a video I made in the height of COVID. It was a horrible time. But what I've had the last couple of days, honestly, is even worse. Um, I'm not even joking. I mean, when I had COVID, I wasn't throwing up in the toilet every two seconds. Now, that's probably too much information. But just so you know, I'm back and I'm feeling fit and healthy. And I've got an absolute cracker of a first story for you. It's very funny. I'm not going to lie. No spoilers. Let's get into it. I am at a loss as to what to do with my wife's request. My wife and I have been married since 2001 and been together since 1999. She is the most intelligent, thoughtful, caring, loyal person I know, and I've always thought of myself as fortunate to have met and married her. She is, even today, aesthetically beautiful, and men have told her this throughout our marriage. She's always shot them down. Now, earlier this year, she was diagnosed with uterine cancer, stage one, and had a full hysterectomy. I was never concerned about the cancer. It was diagnosed early, dealt with quickly, and she made a full recovery. I took time off work to look after her after the surgery, and all seemed well. There were some to be expected emotional instances on her parts, and although I am not an emotional person, we dealt with them together. After her recovery, she was insistent that we start living life to the fullest, and took a 10-day trip to Europe, followed by a trip to Belize. We also have a trip to the UK and Spain and Portugal later this year. Now I'm fine with these things, building memories and crossing bucket list adventures off of her and our list. I also understand that these are a result of feeling fragile on her parts. She also took up yoga, swimming and healthy cooking classes. I was fully on board until last week. Last week, she came home from work and told me she wanted a hall pass, a one-time opportunity for her to have sex with someone else besides me. She said that since her cancer diagnosis, her outlook on life has changed and she doesn't want to be handcuffed from doing things she wants to do. She explained that there's a guy at her work that she's always had some attraction to. He is leaving the company and she'll never see him again. So this is the perfect opportunity to sleep with someone else. She said that I could say no, of course, but that she would be mad and disappointed at me for an indeterminate amount of time and that it would be confirmation of my male toxicity and insecurity. I don't consider myself to be toxic, and if not wanting your wife of 20 plus years to have sex with someone else is insecure, then guess I'm insecure. 
I told her that I appreciated her talking to me about this, but approval via coercion is not approval. I also said that I do not appreciate her language in describing my, as of yet, unknown reaction to this very large issue that could affect the rest of our marriage and life. I got up in the morning and she basically said that she was sorry for putting such a large decision solely on my shoulders and that to help, she was taking the decision away from me. She booked a hotel near where her co-workers are having a party slash send off for this guy and she would spend the night there with him and hoped that I would be here when she got back. That she would answer any questions I have about the night after it happened, but not before. She would not tell me who he is or anything about him because she knows me too well and that I will dwell and obsess over him and that would make it too real for me, which is pretty accurate. Her POV is that the less I know, the better, which contradicts the offer to tell me anything I want to know after it happened. I think she knows I won't want to know or ask anything, or she simply just won't tell me. Part of me thinks at least she's been honest with me, and she's been through a lot since finding out she had cancer, so maybe I should just let it happen. I certainly have no concept of what she went through, so I cannot dismiss how this affected her mental state or outlook on life. Part of me wants to put my foot down and say this is not going to happen and deal with those consequences when they happen. Her BFF called me callous for even suggesting that I wouldn't let it happen because I have no idea what she went through. I find it hard to believe that she is okay with the possibility of throwing away 20 plus years of marriage over some guy that she has had no relationship with outside of work and that I should just call her bluff. Maybe she thinks similarly that I won't throw away the marriage because of one encounter. I just don't know what to do. I empathize with her and then an instant later, I'm angry with her. Part of me wants to know who this guy is. What does he look like? What has he got that is so enthralling for her? Is he just a safe option? Is he married? Does his wife know? Would I be a callous jerk for saying no? What can I do besides walking away? Okay, now... Where do we even begin? Now, of course, this is best of Redditor updates, so we're going to get a lot more content here. But off the rip, I've got to say, what a load of absolute rubbish. I know multiple people, you know, multiple couples in which one of them has gone through cancer and they survive. And they don't just then go, you know what? Yeah, I've survived this. I'm not going to go around shagging like, you know, like a legend. They just don't do that. It's very abnormal. Now, the whole part about, about your wife ticking things off your and her collective bucket list is great you know traveling making her realize and making you guys realize that life is short it can end at any moment it's good to do things you want to do whilst you have the chance to do them completely fine until you get to having sex with one of your co-workers forcing your husband to be okay with it that's probably a little bit too far at that point i think how about just end the marriage and move on with your life it's just very very strange what, what I love the most, and by love, I mean, just c- cannot get at all, is her saying, no, you have to let me do this because by the way, I had cancer and therefore you have to let me cheat on you. It's on you. Like her saying, you know, what, I'm just going to take the decision out of your hands. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll just take the decision out of your hands. Don't worry about me. It's so great. I love it. Nonetheless, let's carry on and, and, and let's get into this comment, which was posted on the original, which I think is really, really good. Kind of think this is the way your marriage will be from now on. With her epiphany, she wants to relive her life and she's going to do it regardless of your feelings. I think she's being rather selfish and probably only threatens this because she thinks you are beaten down and will simply put up with it. Perhaps not the best time for trips and frills. She wants a single life. Let her see what that means. I agree. I feel like, you know, obviously it's 
very, very tough for you. And I completely understand what you're going through in the sense that you say that one second, you're like, no way am I ever going to let her do this. I'm going to call her bluff, go and do it. She won't. And then the, the next you're like, oh, well, I do love her so much. And she did also have cancer. That's going to be very mentally taxing. Oh, by the way, I'm not for one second saying that I know what that's like or how it feels or I can empathize with that in any way. I obviously can't. But I agree with this commenter. It gets to a stage where you've got to just say to her, yeah, obviously you're not allowed to do this. I don't care. And also, what's your best friend saying about you can't not let her do this? She had cancer. Again, terrible friend. Sorry, very obvious. You just have to, you have to call her bluff. You have to just say, you know what? This is going to hurt me, but go and do it. And if you do it, that's the end. It is weird though. 20 plus years of marriage and that? Wow. Now, OP has actually replied to a couple of comments from the original saying this. She thinks because she'll never see this guy again and that I've never met him, supposedly, that it won't really affect me or our marriage in the long term. I'm left with accepting it and never viewing her the same way again or going through a divorce at 54. Not really great options on either front. That is a very fair point. I don't know where her head is and the bout with cancer is affecting her in ways that I couldn't possibly imagine. I don't think she believes I will leave. There we go. I mean, you've pretty much said exactly what I think there. You have to test that though. If she doesn't think that you'll leave, you have to actually leave and then see what her reaction is. Because then if she goes and does this thing anyway, you know that sadly, very, very sad and painfully, though it may be, it was the right decision for you to do that because otherwise you'd just be a massive cuck. Uh, and secondly, you have to test her. You just have to because she can't just get away with stuff like this for the rest of your life together because even if you do stay together, you'll just be miserable. So unfortunately, that is the only thing you can really do. Now, let's get in to the update that was posted just a few days later. I received a ton of advice that I couldn't possibly respond to. I do appreciate the people who took time to offer advice in the comments or via PM. It's been an exhausting couple of days. I was hoping that my opposition to her plans would give her pause, but unfortunately that did not happen. I said I am a hard no, and I'm not sure how I will feel about you if you go ahead with it. I was met once again with, this is for me, it will be one time, what can I say to help you deal with it? You'll get over it. We were meant to be regardless of the situation. Remarks leading up to Saturday. Some of the most selfish words there that I've ever heard. Despite the fact that this woman went through cancer. At this point, I honestly don't really care. That's insane. So she left on Saturday ostensibly to meet her co-workers. But in reality, to screw the guy. I asked her to text me when she was leaving for the bar, and when she did, I asked her if she was really going to go through with this. After her response was this, I'm not answering any more questions tonight, I will see you tomorrow, I blocked my wife. Then, I did something either stupid or brilliant. I went to the bar where the get-together was happening. You know what, I love this. Well, not the bar, but a transit bench across the street. I waited for a long time. It was running through my mind leading up to this event that I need to know who this guy was. Maybe to compare myself against him. To see what he had that I do not. It was driving me crazy not knowing who he was and what was so special about him that she would ruin a marriage for. After what seemed like an eternity, a woman that I recognized from my wife's office left the bar and got in a cap. Soon, other people started filing out and a whole group came out and people were hugging a man and shaking his hand. I assumed that I had my guy. I didn't see my wife and I had a brief thought that maybe she had called it off. I unblocked her, but there were no messages. Everyone said their goodbyes and left. The dude was standing outside for a few minutes and then my wife came out. She looked around, took his hand 
and they started walking away together. Of all the emotions I went through, trepidation, sadness, anger, it was disgust that really encapsulated the event for me. This guy was short, fat, and bald. All the things I cannot compete with. Ultimately, I felt like a pervert for watching from a distance. I followed until they got to the hotel and then turned around and went home. I woke up Sunday morning and put a lock on the master bedroom door. I moved her things to the spare room and left a note asking her to find another accommodation as quickly as possible. I visited another friend who's a lawyer and he gave me some sage advice and a couple of recommendations for divorce attorneys and made the introductions. My wife has been calling me numerous times since around 11 or so. Once blocked, the calls go to voicemail. I listened to the first couple but felt nothing but some satisfaction when she couldn't get through to me and she was obviously becoming concerned. I didn't want to go home, but I left in such a hurry that I didn't plan overnight properly. I got home around nine and as per my buddy's advice, I recorded the interaction. I was halfway up the stairs when she came up from the family room asking what was going on. Could we talk? I thought we talked about this. I just answered with I am not interested in discussing this tonight and went to bed after not getting a response from me through the door She left me alone. I feel kind of like a child for not talking with her and shutting the door on her But I just couldn't look at her monday. I got up and ready for work She was waiting for me and asked if we could discuss getting back to normal I said you've been doing all the talking for the both of us for the last week Why don't you just continue? And I left for work. I have an appointment with the attorneys that my friend recommended for this week. And there we go, guys. That is the end of that one. I I don't really know quite what to make about this story because I feel like we've just encountered one of the most stupid women of all time. She is surprised when her husband of 20 years is annoyed at her because she cheated on him. Not just with anyone, but with a a short, fat, bald man. I mean, does it get any worse? I'm all for short kings and bald kings and also fat kings what a trifecta that is listen if you're short bald and fat get in the comments down below are you this bloke i want to know now one thing i will say before getting myself in trouble is that there is another comment here that i want to highlight because i think it's a very good comment that kind of in all seriousness encapsulates my thoughts here it is i can only hope that you've decided to do what's best for you at the end of the day you're the one that has to live with your decisions From the previous post, it's obvious that your wife, and I use that term merely as a placeholder, has made her decision. I know that having something that has been such a huge part of your life end can be daunting, but sometimes it's for the best. And yeah, I think this time it absolutely is for the best. You clearly made the right decision. Your wife's dumb and she's also unfaithful. What a terrible, terribly potent combination. Good stuff, OP. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right now our final story from this episode is actually one chosen by one of you guys One of you added me on twitter saying do you remember that face tattoo story that I narrated about six months 12 months ago and I said, you know what I do and then they said there's actually been an update to that post If you don't remember the original I will link it down below It's probably on screen right now as well the thumbnail or behind the eye button pretty much this woman gets a face tattoo and then wonders why her fiance is annoyed at her 
Like, she doesn't even tell him. She just does it. And then is like, oh, what? Don't you like it? He's like, no. To be honest, it's quite a silly story. But one of you told me on Twitter that there's been an update, and there has. Just a week ago, we got this update. So here we go. About nine months ago, my ex-fiance, Kim, got a face tattoo without telling anyone. This was just the start of her doing everything she could to ruin her life. She broke up with me and called off our seven-year relationship when I questioned why she did this. She worked in a client-facing job for an incredibly large financial institution and was let go within a month of showing back up for work after getting the tattoo. I kept in contact with Kim's sister, hoping for some news. They tried to get her help as they thought she was having some kind of psychotic break. However, she eventually called the police on her own family, claiming they were harassing her. After that, I decided to just walk away. Now, Kim didn't just destroy her own life. When she broke up with me, I felt numb. I knew this wasn't Kim doing this. I wanted to believe deep down that Kim was always like this. Always this impulsive crazy who would ruin her life by getting a face tattoo. I tried to convince myself that I'd not lost the wonderful woman who I'd spent seven years of my life with. However, clearly the person who made these choices was not Kim. The woman who told me over the phone she hated my guts for not supporting her. The woman who wrote she hated me and only ever stayed with me out of pity. That was not the woman I asked to marry. That was not Kim. That was someone who I came to find out was having a mental breakdown. That resulted in months of bad decisions that will affect the rest of her life. The day I walked away and told her sister I could not deal with it anymore was the worst day of my life. It hit me like a train. The numbness and denial of what I lost hit me all at once. I almost quit my own job and moved back home to my parents. I can only thank my boss for being so understanding that she let me take four weeks off to deal with what happened. She and the rest of my team went far beyond what should ever be expected of co-workers and management that it makes me realize how close I was to leaving a job I actually enjoy. I never moved on from Kim, but I came to accept what had happened. I thought I was okay until two weeks ago. I got a call from Kim. She'd blocked my number and done everything she could to remove me from her life. My mind just blanked when I saw it was her calling. I picked up and it was actually her. We didn't talk. I didn't know what to say to her. We decided she'd come over to my place and then we talked. The tattoo is still there, but she's covering it up now with makeup. She says when she has the funds, she's going to look into getting it removed if possible. She's lost a lot of weight since I last saw her. She's not been able to find a new job. She'll probably need to move to a new city for that. She wasn't the Kim I'd fallen in love with. She was like a shell of herself. Something just wasn't there anymore that used to be. Kim told me what had happened. The year leading up to the tattoo was awful for her. The stress of everything seemed to pile up more and more. I respect her and keep much of what she told me secret. However, the thing that's important is that she secretly started doing methamphetamines to keep up her performance at work and to deal with everything. And one day, she just out of nowhere decided she hated everything about her life. She explained why at the time she wanted the tattoo. It doesn't really make much sense, but a lot of what she was thinking at the time didn't. And from there, she just lost control of everything. I won't talk about what happened after she disappeared, but it's not pretty. These are things that she did that will follow her for the rest of her life. It explained a lot, but it didn't make things any better. We talked for nearly the entire night. She didn't leave my place until almost 4 a.m. Since then, she said that she wants to try and get back together with me. She admitted she knows things cannot be the same, yet she wants to try. I haven't talked to anyone about what I'm about to say yet. 
I've held off on talking to Kim about it because it feels selfish. But there's something about the way Kim acts, about the way it affected my life, that irks me. When we talked that night, she said that I was lucky she cut me off. I was lucky I didn't get put through any of this. I was lucky that my crazy ex wasn't at my door screaming or showing up to my work and causing a scene. She acts like my life wasn't affected at all. I told her what happened after she left, how much it hurt, how I almost quit my job and moved across the country. Her response was dismissive. Like because I didn't go through with that, I don't get to complain. She acted like because I wasn't the one with a tattoo on her face, I don't get to act like it had long lasting effects on me. She didn't even apologize for the explicit and hateful note she left with my things when she returned them. Or for the phone call where she called me a manipulative selfish jerk who only wanted her for her body or even just for breaking up with me. She knows she was wrong to do it, but it's almost as if she's acting like because she had a breakdown, I can't hold her accountable for what she did to me because it wasn't long lasting. I texted her last night saying how hard it was for me when she left. She ignored it entirely and tried to move on. No acknowledgement at all. I don't know why, but it hurt me. It hurt me so much. I feel like I did back when all those emotions finally hit me after she left. I wish she'd just never come back into my life now. I wish I didn't know what happened. I wish I hadn't picked up the call. Because it hurts. But a part of me feels like I'm being selfish or complaining too much. That I don't get to feel this way because I'm not the one who had the mental breakdown. And there we go. A pretty similar story to the first one, truth be told. Both stories have a man who's been so deeply saddened or I guess kind of even traumatized by their ex-wife now or wife or fiance's past doings or current doings you know what I mean but then even when that woman has come back into their life and you feel like both these men might just say uh you know what despite all the trauma I still love you I'm gonna get back with you we can get through this they both in my opinion make the correct decision and say you know what no I can't do this anymore what you did is truly ridiculous it hurt me so much and that's the end and to both men I have to commend them because I think they made the right decision and I know in that position how hard that decision would be to make. So fair play to these guys. Takes a lot of courage and bravery to do that. And um, yeah, I would just say put yourself in their position if you can for a moment and think about how hard this would actually be. Obviously, for someone like me or you looking at this objectively, you can think, okay, these women are just crazy and stupid. But if you actually love that person, then that is a totally different conundrum. But yeah, as I said, I think they made the right decision. What do you guys think? get in the comments down below. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. I'm glad to be back fit and firing. We're almost there. I was able to go on a run today, which is good. It's actually the first time in a very, very long time, excluding Glastonbury Festival, which doesn't really count. But I haven't exercised on back-to-back days. There you go. Tough. That's what a virus does to you. But I'm back now. Don't worry. So subscribe and get ready for another video coming tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.